What can healthcare entities do to get a better handle on the security of hundreds and even thousands of medical devices often dispersed throughout their organizations? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Dale Nordenberg, Co-Founder and Executive Director of the Medical Device Innovation, Safety and Security Consortium, or MDIS. Dale will be speaking to us about the challenges hospitals and other healthcare entities face in dealing with the security of medical devices, including older legacy devices that are often spread out across multiple departments and multiple locations. So now, Dale, there's been a great number of mergers and acquisitions in the healthcare sector in recent years, hospitals buying other hospitals, medical centers affiliating with other new or existing doctor practices. What are the sorts of challenges that you see healthcare organizations facing in being aware of and keeping track of all the medical devices in their facilities and their new partners' facilities so that unsecured medical devices don't slip through the cracks, creating risk. So inherent in your question, Marianne, is the fact that there are at least two different perspectives that you addressed. One is the technical perspective and one is the business perspective. From a technical perspective, we've known since we formed over six years ago that healthcare systems have a major challenge in dealing with the medical Internet of Things. In other words, The domain of medical devices is highly diverse. There are implantable devices. There are bolted-down big chunks of iron. There are radiation-emitting devices, infusing devices. They have very different types of computing power. They have very different types of technologies that have been implemented over the years because the life cycle of devices is such that many devices are in the environment for, for decades. So one, they're struggling with the diversity of the devices. The second is there's significant diversity in in healthcare systems and points of care. So you spoke to hospitals, but you also spoke to practices. And one of the things that we're going to see is we're going to see technology adoption. These are the best practices for how do you manage the new digital health infrastructure that the national healthcare system's been implementing, broadly speaking, hospitals and practices largely with the $30-plus billion stimulus money that came down from uh, CMS and co-managed with the Office of National Coordinator, this new digital infrastructure is really requiring capability that doesn't exist yet in most healthcare systems. So you have diversity of medical devices, you have diversity of points of care, you have a lack of expertise within the workforce across these points of care, And finally, we really lack still the technologies that can deal with these embedded devices or these complex medical devices that have now emerged connected to the enterprise or connected to the enterprise network and form a national biomedical device network that no one planned and no one secured. So we really have technical challenges in terms of how to sense, detect, manage, update, patch all all of these devices. So there really are you know, frankly, technical barriers that don't exist so much today for the managed IT products like the types of computers that are on networks that are used by the administrative staff. So now when it comes to the technical challenges, what are some of the main challenges that you see healthcare organizations struggling with with when it comes to the cybersecurity of this vast population of so many different kinds of medical devices? 
firstly, medical devices, again, are highly diverse. So being able to sense them on a network is somewhat of a challenge because the tools may be different for different devices. Devices are known to be more fragile than other types of computing devices on the network. So medical devices can be damaged or can be stimulated to reboot. And if you're in the middle of delivering care, those are risks you can't take. So there really are a host of tools that need to emerge that will enable us to identify devices on the network, to scan and assess those devices on the network, and to do so in a way that it doesn't compromise those devices when they're in the service of care delivery. And now, are there any particular types of medical devices that are more challenging to secure or that pose more risk, perhaps some of the older devices that run legacy operating systems versus maybe some of the newer devices that we're seeing? It's very hard to answer a question of, is it harder? What most people believe, and I'm one of those people, is that all medical devices have vulnerabilities. Some of them may have more vulnerabilities, some may have less. Some may have vulnerabilities that have been involved with specific incidents, and some may not have. But it's very hard for us to truly quantify the risk and the likelihood that a given medical device is going to be involved with a specific problem that will render it dysfunctional and or will be involved with a patient-related safety event. That's very hard calculus, and I don't believe that anybody is able to do that calculus today. What we can do is to identify types of vulnerabilities that exist, and we can work together to come up with best practices for how healthcare systems can create environments to mitigate those risks. And this is an important concept because as you started out saying earlier in this interview, that there are thousands and, in fact, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of devices that are often integrated into a given enterprise's network. And it's not possible when you look across the landscape of the country to expect tens of thousands of manufacturers that also represent a very diverse community. Some of those are very, very large corporations, and some of them are truly just a handful of people. And, in fact, most manufacturers are in the latter category. They're rather small. So the idea that a manufacturer, a group of manufacturers, will be able to mitigate the vulnerabilities in all the devices that have been implemented is just not realistic. And that's an important concept to understand. I've been trained as a public health professional. That's where I come at this particular problem, you know, as a physician, as a medical epidemiologist, as a medical informatician, and a public health professional. So when we look at this, it's very important for us to understand what is possible. And that being the case, it's critical that we look for ways to scale hospital-based environmental solutions. So, Dale, with that said, any tips for how organizations can keep better track of the various operating systems on these medical devices, the variety of these different medical devices, and to make sure everything is up-to-date and properly secured? The creation of high-quality inventories is critical. I believe the industry appreciates that. The ability to create these high-quality inventories, meaning that the inventory would contain granular data about each device, characteristics that are inherent in the device, 
in the device and characteristics that relate to the way the device connects to the network, that represents a very big challenge. There's a big movement to get a bill of materials made available for each medical device that would include that information. Short of that, it becomes very challenging to have that kind of granular information. In fact, the consortium, you know, the Medical Device Innovation Safety and Security Consortium, or MDIS, has been working on this for a number of years, and we have released a number of tools that help with this. So the Medical Device Risk Assessment Platform does provide the ability ability for enterprises to share these type of data. And one of the important things is that it's a big burden on a given hospital to collect and amass this type of detailed information since it's not available from the manufacturer in a facile way. So what we've done is we've created this collaboration across healthcare systems. We're working very closely with the National Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center, NHISAC. We've co-launched NHISAC and MDIS, the Medical Device Information Sharing and Analysis Organization, or the ISAO function for medical devices, where manufacturers can report vulnerabilities. But the tools that we've built allow crowdsourcing. So one healthcare system can do an assessment. They can collect detailed information about the device, about its the ports that it requires, about different types of communication protocols that enables it, that, that it, it can leverage. It includes whether or not the device has the ability to do encryption and so on and so forth. So very detailed and granular information, both about how the device has been built and how the device communicates and what kind of data is on the device. The ability to crowdsource and to share a common platform, which they can improve together, but to also share the data that's collected through this crowdsourcing methodology really allows us to amass a significant amount of very useful operational information in a relatively quick period of time. In fact, right now we're working to, as rapidly as we can, to get to 500 hospitals deploying the platform and sharing information. And it's very exciting because we already have enough health systems on board that we have more than 500 hospitals represented. So that's one example of how collaboration can really help accelerate the availability of that data. Thanks, Dale. I've been speaking to Dr. Dale Nordenberg. Please join us for part two of this interview in which Dr. Nordenberg discusses why medical device cybersecurity needs to be tackled by the healthcare sector as a public health challenge. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee. Thanks for listening.